Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful, not replaced yet but might be by the time the show ends. Joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend himself who wants to have Jack all up on his face and his lips and all that good stuff, it is Zach Hilton. Hey, it's funny that you're actually saying that because I'm tweeting him about how I came to his cave. Did you? Hmm. Yeah, I came to his cave. I'm going to tweet that right now, oh so that's going to be funny. Oh, that's see, <laughs> we're on a weird sync right now today. I don't know why. I, I love it. I mean, I know why. You know, we're friends, but it yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's still one of those weird like. I don't. I didn't know you were sending that tweet, <laughs> but I just. I, <laughs> but I thought of this yesterday when you know we got called some dirty, dirty people. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, hunters be dirty, baby. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, and you'd learn all about be how dirty, and I love it. <laughs> and you'd learn all about how dirty we are if you follow us on Twitter at Hunters Pod. Uh, Facebook as well. Want to give a shout out to the one new like we got as well over on the Facebook page. Thank you. I see you. Uh, <laughs> I see you. I've I haven't seen you in nine years, but I see you now. Um, so yeah, welcome. Uh, Haunters Podcast on Facebook, of course, YouTube as well. Haunters Podcast, where great videos going up. Uh, figuring out whether or not Bush Gardens is doing Hollow Scream. Oh, wasn't that a funny video? Though? That that. that geeked me out he got me at the right level like <laughs> it, it was funny to begin with but i was definitely at the right level of like oh that's up let me see what this is like man and then i just went oh shit <laughs> like, it's a minute long yeah and just <laughs> laughed my ass off the whole time i was like that's that's good that's that's good quick quick form content i like it uh better that's than quibby <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was hope i showed a couple of friends it and i was like I hope they don't pay attention to the runtime of it because they were just gushing over my last vlog at uh, Bush Gardens being like, oh, this was so great. I don't go to Bush Gardens, but it was cool seeing what it's like with you there. And I was like, cool, you should see my Halloween vlog or the Hollow Scream vlog to see uh, how that's going. And it being that long, they were like, you son of a yeah, bitch. It's, it's a nice fun swerve, but it's a fun, you know what? It's a fun one-minute video. It's definitely worth a check right. out if you haven't already watched that. Uh, some stuff to talk about. We got a, we got a jam-packed episode, more so in the sense that we got a lot of we got a big interview coming up. Um, yeah, I, I do want to preface that by we already recorded the interview and I got to listen back. I I cannot be recording from home anymore. Uh, oh I, really? Yeah, I I'm I'm not happy with how I'm clear, but I'm low compared to all of you. So either I have That's... to figure out what the fuck's going on on my end, or just stop doing it from home when I. That's weird. Yeah. Because like you were loud as all get out on it. Oh, you'll you'll hear it. You'll hear it in a few. It. I, I did my best to try and uh, fix what Jack I could. Yeah, but I, I'm definitely still the lowest one, and I'm like you all of you sound like you're on par. And then I'm like, 
the I'm coming in like this. <laughs> like that's right. I had to play with my mic, right. so now I gotta find the right. That's level. really weird, especially since you were the one recording it. I know. Like you're the one that pressed record. I know. That's what blew my fucking mind too. So uh I do want to preface that. Right. It's not bad. It's yeah. It's it's not like it's very it's you know it it You're works. You're just being I'm overcritical. Just, I yeah, it. I'm just I'm annoyed. I'm 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 a perfectionist because that's what I've unfortunately gotten paid in life to care about. Right. Is right. the sound. Right. So when it's not to my par, I lose right. my shit. So I, I just want to preface with that. You, but gr- I'm so excited for that fucking interview though, and for everybody to hear it because it is a blast. <laughs> good. Good. Um. But yeah, jumping in real quick because you yeah. brought up the Bush Garden stuff. Uh, just a, you know, roundabout way of things, because, you know, we are about to talk to Morrow's nightmare about Morrow's nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Josh on, we have Harry from freaks of Halloween horror nights on, and you'll get all their information and stuff in that interview. But like the things going on right now that are kind of crazy. And we'll start with this. You bring up Bush gardens and how I did that vlog. Yeah. Well, they have come out on a recent post. I even tweeted it that they're planning other events for September and they've already said in Tampa that they're doing hollow scream in a different way with the scare zones, just open scare zones and such. But, um, I think, I think we are getting hollow scream here. Definitely. If it's that same roundabout way of just scare zones and just to kind of give reasons why a, you know, hollow scream is still an event on their things to do, uh, things on their website. And so much. So when you go and you click on it, like there's a picture up of it on the calendar. If you go to like Christmas town, there isn't a picture up there yet. So like, it's obviously that they're updating it as it goes. Yeah. And the way that they've been doing these special events are like every two weeks. Well, this coasters, the crafts and coasters was only supposed to last two weeks. It actually now went the entire month of August and now they're planning for their next one, which I think this week they will announce. If it's not Hollow Scream, I'm going to imagine it's Oktoberfest. And uh, that that'll go two weeks. And then the last two weeks of September, they'll just push into Hollow Scream. That's just my guess if they do it. But um, yeah, so you can see the information on their site that they still have it up there. Do you uh, still feel good about it? Uh, yeah, I saw I saw the tweet you sent out with the events coming because they did it on National Roller Coaster Day over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I saw that as well. And I, I that did make me feel good. That made me have a little bit of hope that especially when we just had misfits on talking about, you know, Florida and Tampa and all that and what they're doing down there. Uh, outside of just what Misfits is up to, which you'll hear from them again as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, they joined <laughs> us back again, and like last minute joined us. Yeah. and I loved every minute of it. Yeah, so did I. So uh, yeah, you'll hear from uh, Misfits Unmanaged again uh, this episode this week. Uh, that's why right. I'm probably going to be replaced. So uh, <laughs> hey, listen, it's going to be Jeremiah and Zach and Brooke moving forward. Listen, uh, <laughs> Monsters Podcast TNG, it's a thing. You know oh what I mean? Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm weirdly into this, but now I feel like the Captain Kirk in the uh, what is it? The the Kelvin? The Nexus? Yeah, exactly. I'm either in the Nexus or I'm Kirk in the We're do- new one. The Kelvin timeline. Yeah, the Kelvin timeline where they're like, we don't even give a nice. shit about Chatter. Get, ri- get rid nice. of him. He's, he's just a fat old guy. But now that- you're sexy pine. Oh, that's true. Now you're sexy pine. So I think you upgraded. Uh, mm, oh, that's 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 unfair to say. <laughs> I, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I mean, that like, is neither here nor there. You're also comparing, like, if we're going to compare Kirks, we have to compare 60s TV show Kirk yeah, compared to Pine, which both are stunningly handsome, of course. That's And that's where that's where I'm thinking. I'm thinking of uh, Shatner <laughs> from his TV days where I'm like, I got more of the Shatner gut going on. Uh, so, <laughs> like, yeah, I do. Up. I got more of the Shatner TV show Shut gut going up. on. And the way I fight definitely is more <laughs> we'll like how you can see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> put him in a girdle, put a wig on him, and call him wonderful, baby. <laughs> I just want to walk through this haunted attraction. Haunt me. I didn't kill my wife in the pool. Oh, <laughs> snap. Pretty sorry. funny. So as well. Oh, no, that's, that's okay. I That's fine because... Okay, we're gonna have to get off the Shatner the Star Trek thing, but uh, back back to <laughs> moving on. Back, back to our show, um, yeah. Back to our show. I'm I'm trying to be good yeah. this week because it is a long interview we got coming up, but yes, there are some things we got to discuss before. So that. the the <laughs> only other bit of news is that this week HHN has released a bunch of merch. I mean, like yes. even recording right now, they released a new keychain, uh, new pin for the uh, pass holders. And uh, posters with the icons on it too. So they have a bunch of merch. But the one thing of merch that got released yesterday, which is bonkers, because it wasn't even in the tribute store. It, uh, the glasses were there. Are uh, yeah, there's some glasses, sweet glasses. You know, yeah, like we, uh, Universal just released uh, old ride glasses with Jaws and ET and Kong um, Jaws. So like. They did that with the the icons of Halloween Horror Nights. They have those glasses. So I do plan on getting at least one of those. But the thing that they released that's wild is that, uh, and like I said, it's not even in the tribute store. It was on a security checkpoint kiosk out in CityWalk was a Beetlejuice face mask that you could wear and it on it it says halloween horror nights 2020 it's purple green black it looks really gosh darn snazzy we've retweeted it on our uh on our twitter at hunter's pod but like that pretty much confirmed right there that one of the big houses was going to be beetlejuice don't you think i agree and i think it also confirms that the crowd out there that was going, oh, they they always were going to cancel it. No, they weren't because they would not have put 2020 Halloween I'm, Horror Nights on that. They 100 percent. So excited. Sorry, keep going. I'm sorry. Oh, I keep was just going. gonna. All I was gonna say to wrap that up was they were hell bent on getting it done until they couldn't because of what was happening in Florida at the time. Right. I will. I, and what I'm, I'm excited that you said that. Because that's the same exact reaction Brooke had, <laughs> where she was like, there's no way this event wasn't going to go down. It literally was to the last minute, like the mm-hmm. day the tribute store was supposed to open, like all that was shocking. Like 
that's exactly what was going down was that house was a thing they were they were still planning on doing it we were going to get this all this merch anyways but like you said it said universal studios halloween horror nights 2020 on that mask and that meant we were going to get it now i tweeted this out yesterday and it got a good reaction i mean even our buddy uh, our friend of the show who has their own podcast uh grounded for life we have uh mike rome retweeted this tweet of mine um, of where I tweeted, I was like, I want that Beetlejuice face mask. I want the third room at the tribute store to be Beetlejuice themed. And I want, because they opened that, uh, opened that room at the tribute store. I want them to announce the Beetlejuice house as the first house of 2021. Now me saying that, you know, that's a very far stretched thing, oh, yeah. but I, I think it's possible. I think it's also one of those things that, you know, we take that bittersweet and, you know, we have to move on from what we lost this year to 2021. How awesome would it be if they did announce a Beetlejuice house for 2021? And do you feel they can still do this house, even though we did get this face mask merch? Oh, 100%. I think Beetlejuice is because it's still for the people out there that are saying it's canceled. No, as you pointed out and people came at you for on the Twitter It's just postponed. So Beetlejuice is going to be a part of 30. Beetlejuice should be a part of 30. Beetlejuice absolutely, like, it makes sense for Beetlejuice to be there for 30. He's been a part of Universal forever. He's been a part of the event before. It Mm -hmm. makes sense to have him there. He's a draw. He's an IP. He's, he's, uh, I'm going to piss off some aspects of the audience, I'm sure. Uh, He's a little bit of a familiar, friendlier, so he does mm-hmm. draw in a little bit of a younger crowd for sure uh, oh, for sure and you can be okay with taking your kid to the beetlejuice house as opposed to yeah. you know like the texas like chainsaw that was rumored was. exactly um yeah. i mean hell we have one of our friends showed his kids beetlejuice for the first time the other night because uh, mm-hmm. he tweeted out how he was like let's see how this goes and then he was like oh i totally forgot about the f-bomb but they laughed and liked it uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, the one that like the one that hooked you up with the Indiana Jones uh, screening. Oh, Bobby! Yeah, good old you Bobby. Know you could just say Bobby. I know. I I don't know why I'm being so coy about it. Like he's like, don't ever mention my name. Uh, he's a freaking comic book creator. Of course, we should mention his name. Of course. Um, yeah. So Bobby was the one that introduced his kids to it for the first time. Like so, that kind of it. Like that's what Beetlejuice is. Beetlejuice is universally loved by all. It makes sense. But I did love that idea that you threw out of, all right, fuck it. If Beetlejuice is going to be there next year and is going to be a part of 30 and 30 is in 2021, just tell us now. And then it gives us something to just chew on for the next, you know, year until we then start getting the rest of the houses. And maybe some of those get switched up. Maybe we, uh, as I mentioned this morning on air, when when it was brought up on on the radio show I do, and it was like, oh, you're not going because- my host, Brandy, uh, my partner, she just read about the uh, drive through haunts. So she asked me about uh, that on air. And I was like, yes, are you talking about the ones down in Florida that are going on? Because I was really, I wanted to go do those, but you know. And then Horror Nights came up and I was like, yeah, I really wanted to do the Billie Eilish house. And that again threw her for her, what the fuck? Uh, and I was right. like, oh yeah, yeah. We talk about, I tell you all the time about Ariana, but Billie Eilish as well. Uh, so yeah, like maybe Billie Eilish isn't there next year, but if Beetlejuice is going to be there, we have that and then you can figure out the other nine. Right. Right. And I like, 
Yeah, I'm not saying this is what they should do or anything. No. This is just me fan booking speculating yeah. of the product. Exactly. It's what we do on this show. But like if that's how you announce that first big IP, then like, you know, Halloween comes along, you can announce the next thing. Like to me, I would love for opening day Halloween Horror Nights, they announced uh this or opened the third room and announced the first house for 2021 then when halloween comes around and you know on halloween day or friday or whatever i know marketing likes to do stuff on monday or tuesday but being so early halloween would be kind of cool to like kind of announce jack and all the icons are getting a house you know what yeah. I mean? and then you know we, once we a pretty month much we could get something we, we pretty much figured the icons are getting in the house with how much icon right. like you created fucking glasses for every one of them the same way like right. the retro right. jaws and back to the future one like come on right we know so that's I coming <laughs> right so i just feel like if you give me the stuff that is almost guaranteed now yeah and like i'm not asking for something okay now give me a november and december and january and february no but like if you do those two announcements and then by the time april comes and you do the rest of the stuff like how you did before it just it's a fun speculation time it's a fun uh amp up for the next year for the shit show of 2020 you know what i mean absolutely know what you mean awesome but that's uh that's so far our news for bush and hhn right now um still got my trip going Hopefully yeah, I see something. Still... Hopefully, hopefully I see this third house. You know what I mean? I know, <laughs> I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a banging ass interview. We do. To. We do. Oh crap! We got a. Uh, that's gonna be. Uh, that's gonna be a blast. So, I guess uh, we'll take that time out. We'll come back, and that interview will uh, take you for the next four hours. Uh, I kid, but no, get, gear up. It's it's a, it's a good one. It's a long one. Uh, I'm very excited for everybody to hear this one with uh, Josh Morrow. That's up next on Haunter's Podcast. Hey, this is Rob. You may know me from the Disnoids Podcast, but guess what? I've got my own show now, too. Join me each week as I discuss the latest news, trailers, and upcoming releases in the movie realm. And, you know, of course, do my review a thing. You can find the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Just search Review It Rob. Check you soon. Welcome back to Haunter's Podcast. We are about to get in a haunt melting pot because... We are joined with not one, not two, not three, but four special guests of this evening. So I'm going to give a list of everybody's name. They're going to say, hey, so you can recognize their voice and know who they are. So we're going to start with Harry from Freaks of Halloween's Horror Nights. How are you doing? Good. What's going on? Oh, living it, baby. Living. It's been a long time. It's been since uh, you brought us uh, the composer of Killer Clowns from Outer Space since we've last had you on, but that yep. was a fun episode. It's been almost a year, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. so... Yeah, so if you go to that episode, we actually dive in with Freaks <laughs> of Halloween or Night, and you can get their background. We also have returning, uh, maybe their quickest ever, we have <laughs> the, the Misfits Unmanaged. 
Hey. It's definitely the quickest turnaround I think we've had. I said you were haunters. So I want to make it a goal that we are like the most brought back guest. I want to be on your show the most time out of like any guest you've had. 1,000%? You've already done that. I'm keeping the record going. Goal I'm honestly convinced. I'm honestly convinced, Jeremiah, that he's trying to replace me with you. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm slowly am being phased out of this show, and I'm like, damn it, here comes Jeremiah and now Lady Misfit. No one can replace <laughs> Wonderful. That's not possible. Uh, exactly. Uh, you know what, Jeremiah? You just got a, a like on uh, your YouTube page today. Oh my god. But also, finally, uh, certainly not least, we have I'm going to murder your last name, but Josh Morrow. Correct. Correct. Boom. It's just everyone says Marrow, and I don't know why because there's not an A anywhere in the name. So I have no idea selling myself out, and Jeremiah can tell you I did that on this show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, well, you're one of those guys. (laughs) (laughs) But we have Josh Morrow from Morrow's Nightmares. He is the runner of this organization, and like. Josh, I guess where I want to start with you is that how did you get in like the haunt scene? How did you like decide, hey, you know what? I want to do this. Well, um, since I was little, I've always just loved Halloween. So it's always been like a passion for me. Always, just like any of these other kind of creative directors that you hear about at all the other theme parks and other haunts, you know, they've been doing it their whole lives. And whenever I was little, um, you know, just doing haunted houses at family parties. I remember when I lived in Tampa, my parents had a big, huge ass uh, party that they did. And I was probably like 10 or 12 at the time. And we turned the entire courtyard into a haunted house. Mm. Um and did all kind of crazy stuff and it just evolved and it actually one of the last things that i did before i went and kind of started doing professionally is uh like the big kick-ass you know high school party scenes that you see in movies well we did that at my parents my other parents property um we had they had five acres and we on my senior year of high school we had a huge halloween party that had two haunted houses that i built open there and we had a huge fireworks show and I'm not going to say if there was a lot of alcohol involved that shouldn't have been there, but it was a good, fun time. And yeah. then uh, after graduating and then turning 18, I just started reaching out to some of the companies that I knew about that I did it for theme parks. And I got my foot in the door with that and, um, you know, started out making absolute horrible money. But I got the experience, you know, going in. I went immediately into Bush Gardens whenever Scott Swenson and all of them were there. And got to be a part of building a lot of the houses uh, that were, you know, part of Hollow Scream in its heyday with all of the whole crew that was still there originally doing it. Wow. And that evolved after doing that to building stuff for other theme parks around the country. And even though I didn't get to go to a lot of the installs, you know, I still built a lot of the stuff here and they got sent out. So. Oh, wow. Okay, so just to tackle Bush Gardens real quick, what was it like working and building for Hollow Scream? Like, I'm oh, not going awesome. to say slander them or anything, but like, I just want to know, like, building in the time frame, how long does it take you to Oh, it's you know, awesome. They, uh, they, well, that, this, the work for Hollow Scream and all of that stuff, start, it's a year-round job. I mean, mm-hmm. 
you know, they start planning. They're probably already planning. Well, you know, this year is a hard example, but I'm sure that they're already planning the originally this year's event last year. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just like with that, you know, whenever I was in it, we would start building stuff, in our, you know, around May or June. Um, and it just kind of depended on, you know, how many, you know, jobs you got lined up. Sometimes multiple companies do it because it's not feasible for one company to do everything, depending on who's doing it and their schedules. But we would always start, I think, around like, may or june sometimes late or sometimes early july if it was kind of a later start so wow but i mean it's fun it's crazy you know you do whenever i did it there's different levels like horror nights they have huge crews that go in and do all their stuff they you know they i think they use fake productions for a lot of their stuff but they basically are the carpentry crew you know they'll go in and build and then they bring a lighting crew in and then a scenic crew and all that stuff well with where i worked and what i was doing we did all of it. We didn't do audio and lighting, but whenever it came down to actually building it and doing the scenic and all that, we did all that stuff. So we were like an all-in-one kind of thing. We did lighting and audio and all that stuff, too, for other places, but not for Bush. They had their own companies that came in and did that. Gotcha, gotcha. So do you have um, a good grasp on the lighting and the house that you're about to tell us that you're doing? Uh, we, we have lighting, uh, our situation for where we're at, is a little bit different because we're set up on a vacant lot. So we don't have permanent power there and there's a whole fiasco around that right now. I'm not going to get into it, but we should have permanent power there, but we don't. Um, Mm -hmm. so we don't have permanent power. We run off of generator power. Um, and the reason being is it's just so much cheaper from a financial standpoint for us to do that versus paying to put in even the temporary amount of power that we need. Mm-hmm. So everything that we do, we do a lot of battery operated stuff, believe it or not. So, um, LEDs are king in the haunt, uh, industry and especially for haunted houses. So there's a lot of tricks that we're doing with some very minimal things for a lot of these haunts, especially the marquee attraction that will be announced later this week. Oh, so, cool. Just do it right now. What's the marquee uh, yeah, what attraction? Is what yeah. is it? What is it? Um, I don't know, Jeremiah. Okay, that was a test. You just, you passed barely, okay? You passed barely. Okay, wonderful. You got uh, anything that popped up? I do, I do, I do, I do, actually. I wanted to jump back for a second, uh, Josh, because you you said that some of the stuff you did got sent out uh, when you were at Hollow Scream. So does that mean you, in weird ways, some of the stuff you did down there actually got sent our way to Williamsburg, Virginia? Because Zach and me are based out of Virginia. So yeah, whenever some of your work? I, um, possibly, I mean, now it's not just me. I was just one member of, you know, the entire team. Gotcha. So sometimes the teams were small. Like I remember whenever, you know, we built, went to SeaWorld in San Antonio and we built one of the first houses that they did when they really started going on their, um, like building. Cause their hollow screen there was like really small. And then they started getting bigger and bigger as the events in Williamsburg and obviously Tampa got bigger. Um, but that one was like a crew of like six of us. There wasn't a whole lot of us that went there, but the other, you know, there'd be a whole bunch of other guys that built stuff everywhere. So I was just a one member of the entire team, but there was some stuff. I can't remember honestly exactly what it was. It, it would have been a lot of earlier stuff, like in 2008 to 2010 ish time mm-hmm. that would have got built. And then whenever I got out of the army, I came back at it for a little bit, but I stayed mostly just local with um, the Bush stuff. So not a, I wasn't a huge fan of traveling after being in the military. I wanted to stay back in Florida for a little bit. So, uh, right, understandable. Thank you for your service, by the way. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, Harry, how did you uh, get involved with finding out about Morrow's nightmare and like 
you're you're actually the one that brought Josh on this show, which again, thank you for that. But like, how did you uh, get involved in hearing about it and stuff? Well, you know me, I spend I don't know forty fifty hours a week on social media, <laughs> keeping the yeah. keeping the pages rolling. So every time I see something new popping up, and we love to help out anywhere we can, you know, promoting to get obviously this fun season going right. in particular with everything that's been going on. Right. And uh, I just reached out to him. We started chatting about things and uh, he shared a few things with me, which I posted to our social media that he allowed mm-hmm. us. Then um, I reached out to you about being on the show. And then I was like, hey, it'd be a good idea to bring him on and let him speak about what he's about and right. get it out there a little more. Absolutely. And you, you brought up the difficulties of this haunt season and you doing your social media through your Twitter on multiple aspects and even Instagram. How are you feeling about this haunt season, especially with Mars? It's getting better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Once, that's true. You know, once, once he came along and once they announced like, um, scream and stream. Right. That looks pretty cool. And then, um, obviously with the uh, house scream announcing that they're coming with something will be pretty good. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah, Lady Misfit, you actually brought up on our last time being on that you guys are a part of this haunt. And we were like blown away. I'm, I mean, I'm completely jealous that you get to work and come up with the, the haunts that you're doing. What it What is it like working with Josh and like the process of building this haunt? It's terrible. He's a terrible boss. No, uh, I'm actually surprised that he even trusts us to even help out in any way, shape or form. But I mean, it's, it's a lot of work, honestly. I think we were both kind of surprised um, with how much really goes into it. I mean, just what all kinds of, you run into all kinds of, um, uh, I don't want to say problems, but issues, you know, mm-hmm. along the way, almost every single day. Um, but it's still, it's fun. Aside from having to deal with the Florida heat, I mean, we were out there today uh, and, and the sun wasn't even out and it was still miserably hot. So, you know, right. that's right there is kind of like the biggest, uh, the biggest challenge, but it's, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he trusts us enough to, to come <laughs> out with stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, I got to trust somebody. I'm trying to run out of people, so. so do you guys like just get together like brainstorm ideas and josh do you just like no that's not feasibly possible that's not doable oh yeah we can do that like how are those creative meetings go especially since you have so much experience in the industry well it all comes down to budget so Mm -hmm. And I mean, the budget is key for all of this. And just like as one thing I was kind of telling Jared, we were talking about a little bit today, because the next big thing is casting coming up because, you know, we are, you know, we're hiring people to come and work for us. Mm-hmm. That's what will make or break your budget really right there. And even for us, even as, you know, Jeremiah and Kier are learning and definitely going to learn during auditions is like, you know, everyone has to, you know, we all have to make money and that, you know, even the performers and stuff. But you have to be careful because regardless of what we dump into it, there's a huge chunk that's going to go out right off the bat. Whether you make money or not, you have to pay money out. So right. there's big challenges with that. So everything was with budget. So every time that we talk about anything, it's just like, I'm pretty much like, how can we do it? But for cheaper. So, right. Know, and that's just the reality of it, you know? So but. I feel like, I feel like you guys are like the Blumhouse of haunt right now. Like, you're, <laughs> you know, like it, it, there's, it's going to have a high reward to it, but everybody like, it, it's just going to be very confined. This budget's going to stay kind of 
trying not trying to find the right way of uh, comparing it to Blumhouse, but you get it. With yep. yeah, and here's a spoiler alert. I can already tell you this as oh. much as I don't want to admit this. Uh, we're gonna blow budget, so we're gonna go. Above <laughs> oh man, you got me really Never. excited. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. glad I'm not in these meetings because I would just be like, "What can we do with foil?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically us sitting around a table like with our head our hand, head in our hands all over yeah. doodles covering the floor and the table like right um what are you guys looking forward to like i mean again i don't want to get into spoilers or anything like that because i want everybody to be able to see the kind of stuff that you guys are creating but each one of you like is there an aspect of the haunt or a room or a scene or something that you're looking really forward to trying out because you haven't seen it anywhere else? Well, I can start with this one. Yeah. There's, and it, this is even kind of one thing that I'm trying to keep a little bit of a secret, even from Jeremiah and Kira a little bit, just because I want to test it on them. They kind of <laughs> know, but I don't know if it's going to be feasible just setup wise, you know, like we don't, it's all going to be, Interesting. That's all I can say. But the the dark, I have a really good idea for what I want to do with the dark or something like different with it. Mm -hmm. um, but whether it's feasible to do, given the environment that we're at being set up, because everything that we do is temporary. You know, we're not we we fully set up an entire show in this property that we use every year, and we tear it all back down. So there's no aspect of it by any means that's permanent. So everything is you know. Nothing can be built to be permanent where we're at. So it makes it a little bit tricky for some things. And one of the things that I want to build for the dark is going to be something that's kind of tricky to try to do, you know, within a week's time of it's that house is set up. And um, right. so there's a scene for me that in the dark that hopefully if it comes to fruition will actually be pretty damn cool and blow everyone away. And I say scene because there's your spoiler. So the dark is just that it's in the dark, but it may not always be in the dark. So. Right. Gotcha. Ooh. Yeah, we well, got Robin, something, guys. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious, guys. Is there because we just talked about like the things that were on paper that you're bringing to life. Are there is there something that you really like you were digging your toes into the ground, into the sand? You were like, we want this. But due to budget, due to just whatever it was, you're like, OK, maybe not this year, but next year we could get it. I mean, always of course we're like well shoot i wish i could do you know this this and this um that would be an entire book of stuff yeah right. I think we obviously wanted to make things as big as we could um right but you know we can't obviously do that with budget make things as big as we would like there's a few things that i think we're working on right now that we uh would like to try and do that i think we're still going to hopefully be able to pull off um there's an element inside of the vampire house that uh, we are really working on uh, figuring out how we can get it to work and work very effectively. Um, that I can tell you, people have seen before, but you haven't seen it in any of the haunts in the area. Mm -hmm. I would say it's an effect that's never. I would. I don't think it's ever been used that I, to my knowledge, in a house anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, and we're hoping we can pull it and off. And it's something that we will have to pull off on a grass lot. So, 
Yeah, which is almost it's not the surface needed for what we're trying to do. But I'm excited, so it's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued by it. It'll still look cool. Yeah, like, yeah. I love that Kara is basically the Peter Venkman of your group. Like <laughs> Josh is Egon, Jeremiah's Ray. <laughs> she's just like I love this already. Uh, <laughs> I'm just Harry, so yay. <laughs> Harry, do you, like hearing all this, is there anything popping to mind that you have a question about right now? Like that's like, ooh, I want I want to get this out there because this is your chance. I'm just like super excited and intrigued by everything they're saying. So I'm I'm ready. I mean, I was gonna say keep talking. I want to hear more. <laughs> oh, we're not done. We're not um, done by a long shot. You track. know us. We could just talk for hours. Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I, I do have a question though. I mean Yeah, go, please. Go for it. Do you plan on making this a yearly event? Yes. So this was actually supposed to happen last year, but it didn't. Um, we've been doing the pumpkin patch for a while now. And um, actually this year, we just found out yesterday, we're actually doing two pumpkin patches. Uh, so we're expanding our oh, pumpkin wow. patch thing. But now the other one won't have the whole haunt and fun zone stuff that we do. It'll just be like a regular one. But okay. um, for me and like my company, we're, you know, I'm taking the leap and going to try to expand a little bit and just test the waters and see how it goes. Um, but, uh, this was planned for sure last year. I mean, I even came up with a couple of ideas last year and started coming up with some of the haunts that I wanted to do. And this is something that I can say, cause it's just not going to happen now. Um, last year I went, we wanted to do a laser tag, um, Ooh. like a zombie laser tag. Oh, um, awesome. we had a whole, you know, I mean, obviously it's been done at Bush and everything else, but I mean, it's been done everywhere, but the reason why we wanted to do it was to really bring the interactive, you know, part to it. And we I had a lot of good ideas with it. And here's how things always lead to better things. Um, this year, we, whenever we were first trying to brainstorm, I, the, one of the first things I said was, well, we're going to do laser tag again. Like that was kind of just a given. Um, even then all the Corona stuff happened. And then right. it's just like, you know, yeah. now it's yeah. like, well, how, once we realized that we were still going to do it, obviously the, the event, we were like, well, now we have to go as safe as possible. And make, even though we know we're going to be clean because we know what we're doing to be clean, you know, and sanitary and safe, we still have to make everyone feel comfortable. So there's still that visual of, you know, making everyone feel comfortable. So obviously everyone touching guns and all that, that craps out the window this season. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So so then I'm looking at the property that's there, that, that chunk of it. And I'm like, well, what the hell are we going to do with it now? And that's whenever we came up with. And by we, literally, Kara came up with the name for Vampire Junkyard. So, uh, and it's so. pretty funny. I said it needs to be a vampires and it needs to be a junkyard. I don't. I need. I don't know anything about names. And then she's like, I'm "About Vampire Junkyard." Like, well, in a weird way, I you it was did give the name. You know? Yeah. <laughs> in a weird way, so cool. you actually did come up with the name as well. <laughs> like, oh my god, I could just Listen, imagine. Gosh, hear me out. She totally said the name and you just said Jesus Christ. Give that woman a raise. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, there's no room in the budget. We can't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, right. Um so, so you were bringing yeah, we up planned the it last year, so it was definitely you know, I mean the plan is to go forward. And actually, I think I told Jeremiah this today. Like, you know, obviously, we're going to be a smaller scale just because of the area that we are. But we've I've already been working on, uh, you know, like getting bigger property for where we're at. There's mm -hmm. big jumps for that. But the, I think that this year, 
even though we're on a way smaller scale, and right now it looks like there's absolutely just no way that we're going to be able to pull off what we're trying to pull off, but we will because we, we do it every year. But I think that people really will be blown away with what, whenever everything is done and, you know, we put screw the last two by four together, I think everyone will actually be kind of blown away with what we were able to achieve and the small footprint that we have and like what we're offering, especially for it being the new kid on the blog first time, you know, go at it. So. Right. And in circumstances that you're in, like, exactly. yeah. like to impress them this way to see what a full power this space station can actually do. It's kind of rad. Yep. I'm pretty excited. Uh, that's why we emphasize on open air. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm curious. Um, what's, what's the feel around the area? Cause you, you mentioned you guys are kind of in a smaller area, but is there a, a big buzz kind of generated because there has been a lack of haunts announcements and you guys are out there, you know, very strong on social media, very active throughout. I mean, hell we fa- like, we think we found you guys from Virginia. Like <laughs> that's how active you are. Good. So, you know, you know, yeah. So is there, is there a nice little buzz throughout the area as this approaches? I have absolutely no idea. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, whenever we first started doing so where we're at is very built up, um, the property that we own. So I own a firework company and we have multiple firework tents that we set up everywhere. So the property that we work on, I, I work with the landlord quite a bit throughout the year and it just worked out. And I said, you know, a couple of years ago, I'm just like, you know, I want to, I'm going to try a pumpkin patch. And so it, it was just the biggest piece of property that was open and the most built up area that made the most sense. And we did, it was the same problem that we had with that. I was like, you know, we're just going to set up. We've never done this before. You know, here's hoping. So, and with a little bit of money on Facebook, and I mean, like, not even probably $200 worth of advertisement on Facebook, we completely wiped out of our pumpkin patch, our fun area, everything. We, every single weekend, it was just a huge hit. We basically took the farm offering, especially that they do like more up north. You know, like the actual pumpkin patches mm-hmm. that are cool and you know more enjoyable to go to than in the middle of the damn Florida heat. But we <laughs> took all of that and we we created it, you know, right there in the middle of it all, like in the middle of you know Riverview, Florida. So um, that got us a lot of buzz and it worked out well. I mean, and then last year we went really huge with it and it completely paid off. You know, I mean, it's just we create more and more of a following. So. We have we already have that following, and I think that that's what makes that, that that's kind of like an insurance to me because you know a lot of haunts that start off on their own um and i'm not knocking anybody that's obviously getting into it this year but a lot of haunts that start off on their own they usually fail or it takes like five years or so to make your money back it's a big investment right so um you know we kind of already have that following and obviously you know we're counting on that following to you know make this event successful but this isn't it. That's just it. This is an event, you know, during the, it's kind of like how Bush gardens and even universal does, you know, during the day, it's going to be, you know, all about families and stuff, especially on the weekend, but right at seven, seven thirty, that switch is going to be flipped and it's not family friendly anymore. And that, you know, we're not going for a family event whatsoever. Like mm-hmm. our goal is to creep you out, out and scare the hell out of you. So, yeah. and that's what we're going for. And I mean, in our last attraction that we're going to announce on Thursday is, you know, we're we're really going with the creep factor for that one. So, right. Oh, and he said creep factor. It, does mm-hmm. that mean a creep will be involved in this haunt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what? A creep? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a mm-hmm. creep. The creeper. Yes. Yeah. Can you there tell us a- what IPs you have <laughs> with you on this event? Can you? <laughs> 
That would have um, been there. That would have been t- there. Yeah. Tell me, tell me more about the pumpkin patch, though, because I won't lie to you. I am a, you know, I, I am a father. So, like, and you make it really sound like two different events. So it is. It really like, is. I want you to also plug that in a way of like convince me to come and then be like, hey, Brooke, take the kid home. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> So the pumpkin patch, what we, the way that we set it up is we create, we call it the fun zone. And the fun zone is actually what's going to turn into a focal point at the, um, you know, during the haunt, which was another crazy name that just took us forever to come up with because we didn't know what to call it. Um, mm-hmm. But because it's not going to be fun during nighttime, technically. But um, so what we do is, is, you know, we don't charge to go to our to pumpkin patch. You know, if you want to come in and buy a pumpkin, that's great. But if you want to go in the fun zone, you know, you go, you walk into the pumpkin patch area but then you can go into the fun zone from there and it's an upcharge thing it's usually around 15 to 20 dollars this year is going to be a little bit different just because we can't offer as much with everything going on so it'll be a little bit cheaper um and the way that we do it is we sell wristbands for it but they're good for the entire month so as long as we're there you can come back as much as you want as long as you have a wristband you can cut it off or keep it with you and then we'll give you a new one you know so we, right. we really try to grasp the whole, you know, like we want you guys, you know, you to be here, especially like as a local community thing. So, and it's just full of a lot of stuff. You know, we have bounce houses, a big 24 foot tall dueling slide, which will be there for the haunt. Um, we create and build new Halloween style games every year um, that we, you know, we make them all on our own. So, and we always make them bigger and better every year. Last year, we made a little mini haunted house walkthrough that was really more geared towards kids because we didn't mm-hmm. want to freak out too much. And it was actually a huge hit. And I, me personally, I thought it was crap because we, we, we made it in like a day and a half with like <laughs> the minimum budget ever. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't any, up to any kind of code whatsoever. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It was you know, cute. everyone was happy about it. So, right. Uh, so, I mean, you know, like we just try to, you know, every, on the weekends, it's, you know, every, the families go there, they have their fun, they do all this stuff. It's the same kind of activities that you can do on a farm, too. Like we get the, the hand water pumps and you can do the duck race things, all those kinds of things. And then, um, you know, then they can go get a pumpkin before they leave or whatever they want to do. So and there's lots of photo ops. We make lots of photo ops, too, for the event. That's usually a big thing for the pumpkin patches. A lot of families, they'll come, even though it's miserably hot out, they'll come wearing their pants and flannels and all that stuff and take like their fake pictures. fall nice fake fall <laughs> there's all different size of pumpkins a huge range in price so right there's something for everybody especially in the pumpkin patch so is that how you guys met josh is uh, that we met him working hello scream uh, oh he we were in the misfits group and he was a slider when we met him so We've known him for a few years. What do you think? Oh, so you were a scare liar. actor too? I'm sorry? Was was Josh a scare actor too? Yeah, he was in our group. That's wild. So they like you built it and then we're like, okay, now time to boo people. Exactly. <laughs> Whenever I uh, first went the um the first year that I was there, um I decided to go and yeah, I said screw it, I'm gonna go and audition to you after. And then Scott, I'll never forget this. The very first time I ever auditioned, Scott pulled me to the side. I was like one of the first groups that went in. And he was like, uh, Josh, can you stay back? And I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. I already bombed it. Um, and you know, I was like, yeah, whatever, you know. And so I'm getting all my stuff. And he walks up and he was like, 
you know what a slider is? And I'm like, yeah. He was like, I want you to slide. And I was like, cool. He's like, you want to slide? And I was like, yep. He's like, cool, you're a slider. So, that is the most matter of the rigorous training that you have to do for that. So, but um, right. yeah, I, ever since I've always been a slider there. That's anytime that I've ever worked, I, that's just always what I'm going to do. I do. So, right. Um, so- I'm not going to lie. I did kind of have a falling out with Bush towards right. the end. They know all about that. But that was well after all of the, the original, you know, masterminds behind it are unfortunately no longer there. And yeah. things just kind of went not how I liked it. So I just I kind of had a falling out with them. So no no hard feelings against them or anything. They're great. You know, their events great, all that stuff. But you know, right. I just that was a thing that I did in the past kind of thing. Right. Well, so I guess, and this is for Jeremiah and Kira too, where it's like with the casting, with, you know, rehearsals and stuff like that, are you guys using a lot of that, like, you know, knowledge that you have from theme park haunts? Are you going to bring that to training the people that you're bringing in? Yeah, yeah. we're um, we're definitely like looking for the best of the best because, uh, you know, like we said, the haunt itself is going to be very, very creepy. We want people mm-hmm. to be creeped out. Bring out the creep factor. With yeah. Their so during the auditions, we're going to look for people that are very comfortable with, you know, getting out of their comfort zone and being able to, you know, improv and just do a good job. We want people to actually be, you know, scared. So yeah, uh, we're definitely using some ideas that we had, you know, and that we experienced as scare actors. Because I mean. It works. Why? Yeah, why do you need to mess it. with it? So. Right. Exactly. And Take one thing with that, life. one thing with that too is, is how they, they say we're looking for the best of the best. Is you know we we are because with with everything going on, obviously one of the issues too is you know capacity, and mm-hmm. part of the capacity mm-hmm. is also the employees you know that are going to be there. So especially right. in the houses or. I mean, we're basically making outdoor haunted trails, but they're very elaborate. I mean, they're pretty much going to be like houses without a roof on them. Um, but they're the, the people that we're hiring are going to hire. They really have to be on their A game because they have to be able to, you know, improvise a character and be at least, you know, five to six feet apart from, you know, somebody. They're not going to be able to just speak with your run away. Not going to work like that. So they've really got to be able to act out a part. Plus, everything that we're doing is every character is going to scare you at least twice in the haunted house that they're in. So to to minimize on the amount of people that we have to use, you know, for distancing, say we, if there's five characters in a haunted house, you're going to, they're going to scare you a total of 10 times at least with how we're designing everything. So, wow. Man, this thing sounds awesome. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, just Well, I mean, it's definitely difficult from us being in Virginia. I mean, we were coming down. If you guys want to do a preview night where I can just be there, that would be great. Um, yeah, but media what, night for only one. Media, yeah, media <laughs> night. <laughs> um, media night for me and Johnny Bronto. That's yeah. what it could be. Uh, um before and we're definitely not done, but um, you know, you can follow them on Twitter at Nightmare Mara, or you can go to their Facebook, which is Morrow's Nightmares. Um, I guess before we go and to kind of get like Harry involved, because I feel so bad because he's like, I'm enjoying this because I get to hear it, but still, you're here, Harry. 
I just, I just like being able to sit in the room and you know speak up every once in a while. It's okay. that, that's all that matters. Um, before we move on, do you have any other questions that's popped up in your mind? Um, I believe I was reading something about tickets coming soon. Correct? Yes. So we're announce we're going to announce that on Friday before after we announce the final hunt. Um, mm-hmm. We're basically gonna. We've had a lot of questions about the whole reservation system and everything, and the reality is, is for what we're doing, it's kind of hard to do that for our area that we're in, just on the property. Like we're we're gonna pack a powerful punch for the property that we're on for the room that we have, but mm-hmm. it just it's too complicated to really try to make a reservation system, especially because we're open during the day for families right. and stuff. They they may want to stay, so it's you know or, and you know pay the upcharge to come yeah. and do the haunt or do whatever. So it's really the only way that we can feasibly operate that makes the most sense is that it's just first come first serve. Um, and I'm not going to lie, you know, like we want everyone to come and have fun and, you know, be there as long as they want to be. But in, in reality, within an hour, hour and a half, if someone were to really hustle and it wasn't, if it's not that busy, people can be able to come and leave. And there's more than enough of a rotational timeline for people to kind of just continuously come in and leave to where we don't really have to worry about a capacity um, cap, but if that happens, we'll just have to have people queue up outside, you know, and just kind of wait to come in as people leave. Yeah, so we don't want to like have the the whole thing at capacity, and then someone come in with a pre-sold ticket, you know, upset exactly. that they can't get in. Yeah, yeah right. Um, so, that, another issue of nightmares. And, not and we already have a solution to... that we're working on with that. You know, if we are at capacity and we can't let anybody in, we're working on a like a return kind of incentive so to speak so we want like it like it even kind of says on there we want people to scream with us not at us so i mean it's frustrating for everybody you know i mean we're not a big theme park you know we're not out on 20 acres of property where it's just everything's kind of more feasible so it's just you know people have to work with us just like we're working with them you know the confinements that we have with everything going on so okay that that was like the prices will be announced on friday coming up so we're kind of working on that so Okay, cool. I, I had one other question then. Yeah, yeah. go. Okay, so like, um, I was I went last year one night. I went to like five or six different haunts in one night. The smaller ones, um, they let you go like one time through, and then that was it. So, are you guys gonna let people through multiple times through a house, or one time through a house, or? Yes, honestly, personally, I can't stand that. So yeah, see, <laughs> I understand from like certain things. You know, I, me personally, you're gonna y'all are gonna probably scream at me. I've never been in another world. So I've wanted to always go, but it's just with my work schedule, usually every time of the year, it's just almost impossible. But I know that a lot of those kind of haunts, I think 13th floor is the same, like whenever they're in a big building, that's kind of how they operate. I'm sure you can buy to go again or something, but, and I understand like the business model behind it, especially whenever it's like a really long attraction to walk through. But the reality is, is that that's not what we're doing. We're creating an entire environment for you to come and hang out. And, you know, we want you to be able to go through as many times as you want. I mean, and that's just the reality of it. And just from doing this before, kind of even with the pumpkin patch and all that stuff, eventually people are going to get kind of burnt out and they're going to want to leave. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's just the reality of it. You know, they'll be there. They'll hang out. The people that are hardcore like us about haunting, we might hang out all damn night. But, you know, the average crowd that just wants to come and have fun, they're going to come do their thing, you know, and then they're going to go get a pumpkin and leave kind of thing. So, and, you know, and obviously the first weekend is going to be a, 
you know, it's going to be a huge learning curve for all of us. And it's like, it's not even a learning curve, you know, just from the haunting thing. It's going to be a learning curve of us operating with, you know, all the stuff going on with COVID right now and everything else. So yeah. everything sounds good. Like we, I think we have pretty solid plans and safety stuff in place and all that, but you know, all that could be, you know, crap in the water. If, you know, if, if for some reason it's just not working out the way we thought it would, you know, so we're going to have to adapt and overcome and we'll figure all those things out. But answer your question yes is once you come in you're going to be able to go through everything as many times as you want we're not awesome you know we're not we're not doing that whole pay once and do it once and get the hell out kind of thing i'm not about that (laughs) (laughs) well and i told this to jeremiah and kira that you know once you strike gold with this and you get your bigger plot of land all you need is a devil dj and you can have everybody (laughs) just over there and hang out with devil dj that's from Honor's podcast. So if it <laughs> happens, you know who it came from. We know it, <laughs> so it might happen. <laughs> that would be pretty uh, cool. That'd be I, fun. I feel like honestly. you just rip that off though from Bush Gardens. You can <laughs> shut your whore mouth. Okay. <laughs> um. So what are the what are the dates for uh the nightmare? Basically every weekend. Um. You know, I've been kind of doing the haunt stuff for a while, and even Jeremiah here, I can tell you from working with you know the theme parks and stuff, we kind of know what dates make sense and what dates don't make sense. Right. Um. You know, so like everyone, obviously, we all know that Halloween's on a Saturday. Yeah. And that's awesome. We all love it. The reality is, everyone wants to go do their own thing on Halloween, so we're not going to be open on Halloween. So you know the wife and kids too and everything which actually we have a fourth member of our team my wife Geraldine who I'll talk about her in a second with what she's all coming up with um but um they're you know so we're not doing Halloween so we're obviously doing every Friday and Saturday night mm-hmm. um and believe it or not what's crazy um is the pumpkin patch actually the busiest days that we have there are on Sundays um mm. usually after everyone gets out of church and stuff so it's we really get busy especially towards the end of the month so we at we had the original Sunday the twenty fifth, but we went ahead and added the eleventh and eighteenth because historically, you know, they're just the busier days, um, and we're only going to be doing this, you know, mainly three days a week. Now the last week, two weeks, we do have it on Thursdays, and the week of Halloween, since we're not doing it on Saturday, we're gonna we're gonna actually do it on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Um, oh, I will say this, and we're gonna try to not have this happen, but the reality is it probably will. The weird thing, well, it's not really weird, but by the last week, especially around Wednesday, um, even though the haunt will be open on Thursday and Friday, there may not be any pumpkins left in the pumpkin patch. So it'll be kind of <laughs> weird. It's kind of going through the whole fun area and the haunts and stuff, but mm-hmm. the whole patch vibe. Um, we're going to try to make it to where this doesn't really happen so we can you know, keep resources and feasibly. But it's probably going to be a point to where the pumpkin patch is almost non-existent anymore. So, um it's kind of it's weird how it happens, but you know we're we're gonna because we don't want to take away from that aspect of you know the entertainment value of it, but um, right. So, but it, we went from twelve nights to fifteen nights. So um, we're we're sticking at fifteen. We're not adding any more. It's not feasible for us to add any more nights. But um, we kind of had a slip on at first that we had advertised seven thirty to midnight. We're only going to be open seven thirty to eleven thirty because we are. There is a new housing development that's literally right behind us now, and they're pretty cool. Like, we've been out there before, and they've never said anything. They're always usually pretty jazzed, um, but they don't know that Vampire Junkyard is getting built in the backyard right now. So <laughs> <laughs> they may not be so jazzed whenever they start hearing chainsaws and everything else, you know. So right. we're going to do the right thing and close, you know, be done with it all before, you know, normal noise ordinance. 
Well, no. you heard that here. There will be chainsaws. That's an exclusive. Yep, that is. Well, I, think it's from, I announced that last time, didn't I? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that that brings up a good point where you say that 11:30. Does that mean 11:30? It's like, hey, sorry if you did. It's not a hard house? stop. So, okay. No, we'll still be open. You know, we'll we'll stay. The reason why for that is so that by midnight we will be done. So. <laughs> Um, now I, that is, that does kind of bring up a point though, you know, and this is going to be the learning curve for real for like the first weekend is we're going to have queue lines set up, but not like, you know, horror nights kind of queues they are going to be small queues just because we already know how many people will probably go to fit on the property at any given time. But, mm-hmm. um, the, the plan is we really only want no more than a, one group in at a time for a house for two reasons. One, obviously the safety aspect of it, you know, everyone, I mean, things can change between now and October. I mean, obviously we're all hoping they do, but we're just preparing as if they're not, but so only one group is going to go in at a time that allows for, it's a more personalized experience that allows for each of the characters to be able to scare you at least twice. Some will be able to get you three times and it's not like bam, 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 really quick with the way that we're setting it up, a character is going to scare you you're going to walk through some of the house and then some you're not going to realize it, but that same character has been able to move and scare you in another position in a completely different section. So, wow. um, so it's going to be, you know, we're getting a little creative with that part, but that obviously means the lines might get, you know, a little bit longer. You know, you might be waiting in line for 10 or 15 minutes if it's really busy for some reason, you know? So we, that'll be on the first weekend. We're going to have to kind of figure that out. And that's not even us. That's any haunt that you're going to go to you know we can all say that we're going to close at 11 30 but shit it might take us an hour and a half to get the last people through or you know wherever you're at depending on how you're having to space people out you know so right so spotlights won't turn on (laughs) right spotlights won't turn on and closing uh closing time song comes out cool (laughs) (laughs) all right um so uh the the almighty question comes and uh, probably express pass (laughs) <laughs> uh, I joke around about it, but I don't think it's the right thing to do this year. Um, mm. Obviously, for a lot of people, you know, we know the big dogs is kind of a money grab. Um, and it's but and I know that some people like it. Like me personally, I have, you know, from being in the military, I have really bad PTSD with all that. So like me with Horror Nights, I purposely pay it. I don't care how much it is because yeah, I can't stay. I can't stay in those lines, you know. Right. Uh, so I can't do it, you know. Um, but. It's just, it's not feasible this year. And I think even if you were to have four nights was still even happening, I don't think it's a feasible thing to do this year. Whenever you're already trying to make it as safe as you can and distance people, I don't think it's fair that your other people can pay to be able to skip the line whenever you're trying to be as safe as you possibly can. So honestly, it's, we, we, there's only one house that we have where it would make sense really more than the other two for it to work. Like it's not going to work for the dark, like for the experience that I'm trying to create with that, it's not going to work for that for snap and scream. It's not going to work for that. You know? So it's like, there's only one house that it would make sense to even really be used for. And it's just like, you know what? You're going to stay with the grand soul and wait in line for 10 minutes. Sorry. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of people would ask that question. So it was good to get it answered. Yeah. So there I won't think be that's the one no. legit question. All show. Thank you, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good job. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, you know, we'll wrap up with one final question after this, but they are at nightmare morrow on Twitter. You can follow them on Facebook. Uh, as Morrow's Nightmare as well And this Thursday, which if you listen to ah. this 
when it drops, uh, if you're not a Patreon, it's two days Thursday. Or if you listen just as it drops, it's tomorrow. They're going to be on Haunt Scene, facebook.com slash Haunt Scene. Uh, Johnny, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, but before we go, and, you know, Harry's been great uh, sitting here asking questions as well. But really quick, before we go, Harry, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> Um, I don't know, we do so have many. one more thing to talk about though, real quick. Before oh, we... exclusive! Okay. Yeah, a little bit exclusive. Um, well, my wife is also the fourth member, Geraldine, and she's mm-hmm. doing a huge amount of the behind-the-scenes work. So I have to give her credit for that because we wouldn't even be having characters come to audition if it wasn't for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's been the unsung hero, really, for a lot of it. But one of the things, too, obviously, are her and Kara kind of are working together with her. will be it's a lot more here in the coming weeks, too, is the costuming and makeuping that we're doing. Because that's one of the key things with all this this year is right. costuming is going to be very, you know, I'm going to say tricky. And honestly, it's going to kind of suck to be a character because it already, you know, it, it's hard to breathe and do stuff in the costume alone. But this year, everyone's going to have to have a mask incorporated with it. So... Our right. plan is next week is to reveal a teaser of what the vampires are going to look like in Vampire mm-hmm. John Dark. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. That's exciting. That's exciting. I guess I got to get to work then. <laughs> get out, get out of that desk, Peter Venkman. <laughs> oh. oh my God. As it says great. in the description for it, the vampires are not going to be, you know, just a regular vampire with teeth. They're going to have very metal mouth style oh. looking teeth things that are going to be coming. Holy up. shit. You're going to use foil. You wouldn't realize that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> well, you idea. think you took our idea. Oh. <laughs> uh, so basically you're saying stay tuned to your Twitter and Facebook for those images to be released. Yeah. And I'll be honest. We, we tweet, we tweet, we tease a lot more on uh, Twitter than Facebook. Facebook is mm-hmm. good for pushing everything through and we have right. a bigger following on Facebook between our pumpkin patch and everything, but it's right. just, it's a lot easier platform on Twitter to, to show those things. And we share all that on Facebook too, but it'll always be posted on Twitter first before, and then it'll be posted to Facebook usually almost right after, but there are a lot of things that we don't post. So we've been teasing some pictures, you know, of the us starting prep for building and stuff. And that's usually only been on Twitter. So if you're right. only following us on Facebook, you're not going to see everything. You need to be on Twitter to really see everything. So we have gotcha. Instagram too, which I believe is uh, my wife does all that stuff. I think it's Morrow's Nightmare. Everything is Morrow's Nightmare. Twitter is the only one that's not because some assholes got Morrow's <laughs> Nightmare for some reason. Some that's so bizarre. And, yeah, it's like their most random thing. So and Fucking I thought it was maybe Jed, Jed Morrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like the guy that just purchased all the uh, names for what the Washington football team could be. He was like, I know there's yep. going to be a Morrow's Nightmare one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we go, Harry, you got to plug everything that you're a part of, Twitter's, Instagram's, all that. And you got to tell us your favorite scary movie. Yeah. So go. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, right, so I didn't you- forget. <laughs> <laughs> you can uh, search us on anything, uh, Freaks of Halloween Horror Nights. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I think we have a TikTok somewhere. <laughs> awesome. Don't, don't really post much to that. But yeah, at least for the next. It's on there. I found weeks. it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Is it um, just you 
dancing because I'm going to follow God, it immediately. That would be hilarious. I would love dancing, dance, dancing at Horror Nights, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought he was doing the Savage Love remix. Uh, there you go. <laughs> challenge, yeah. <laughs> if we uh, get a few drinks in us, we'll be we'll be dancing over there at Morrow's Nightmare. Awesome. Oh my gosh, we're getting that on camera. <laughs> there you go. So you know, we'll get Alan over there. We are going to have some pretty awesome background music playing. So because one uh, of the things. There's two things for me. Like you, the music is one thing, and I'm not a fan of just the creepy, eerie music for like the vibe of an event, like because that makes right. it boring. So, right. uh, think of like your big event, like Horror Nights, and the kind of vibe like you like like that. But we we right. we're, we're the same way. So we're gonna have some pretty awesome music playing, um, and we're actually getting tricky with how we're doing that because we have to face all speakers a certain direction. Um, huh because of the housing so we don't want right. to make anyone mad so also that's actually a fun little fact for you all of our speakers will actually be facing towards the east there will not be any speakers <laughs> facing out the other direction so uh, another exclusive oh my god but music that's and great. facades facades set the tone for anything that you're going through yeah so, well all, another hint. All, you can expect facades for where we're at Awesome. Like, if I can't make it, can you send me the playlist? <laughs> of course. Uh, okay, sweet. That's all I it, yes. Okay, that's <laughs> awesome. Harry, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> I'll give you the name of the actor and you can guess the movie. Okay, sounds fun. This should be easy. David Howard Thurton. Ah, Terrifier. There you go. Son of a bitch. Okay, I need her on my next uh, game. Josh, uh, what is your favorite scary movie? I'm a huge Texas Chainsaw fan. Oh, okay. Nice. So I'm gonna Original? Go with, honestly, yeah. Any of <laughs> okay. the, maybe not Texas Chainsaw 3D. I didn't even see that one, so I can't say that. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. Is that we'll the one with Tayo Cruz? Uh, I know Whatever. Bill Moses. No, no, no. Jason Derulo. Yes, it is. Yeah. Sounds yeah. horrible. Uh, is there anything else about that? <laughs> uh, Jeremiah, can you please plug everything that you are a part of? Uh, yeah. So, um, obviously, Misfits Unmanaged. Um, mm-hmm. We actually posted a video for the first time in like you five did. Years. All that. It's impressive. I know. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to, you know, post more frequently, but obviously we're pretty busy with, um, you know, building the haunt and everything like that. But right. uh, do follow us on Misfits uh, Unmanaged on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just follow Morrow's Nightmare as well. Awesome. Also, you're part of Hunter's podcast. You know that. Yeah. You're taking oh, yeah. over Wonderful's job. Yeah. Duh. Hello, Hunter's yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Josh. For the Patreon, because it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to your next episode of Crypt of Horror. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, Josh, once again, coming on. Harry, thank you for getting Josh to come on. Jeremiah and Kira, thank you for coming on with Josh. And by the way, you don't have to worry about anything. You were stellar on this show. No problem. You're going to be great on Han scene. Hey, uh, easier than us. Yes, exactly. All right, guys. Hey, one, one. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing there. Hey, Jeremiah, I'm going to come and see how many times I can get on here and try to get past you there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, keep, keep counting. 
I like this. I like that people want to be on our show and they're challenging each other on our show. I like this. Well, for your spot. And TikTok. I know. And TikTok, yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, you guys have a good evening. Yeah, you Thank you so much. Appreciate it, bud. All right. Talk to you all soon. All right. Honkers Podcast. Oh man, welcome back, Hunters Podcast. Getting ready to wrap things up, but gotta say again, a big thank you to everybody that just joined us there, Zach. That was a hell of a fucking time. Loved it, loved every minute of it. Thank you again, Josh from Morrow's Nightmare, for coming on. If you want to follow him on Twitter, once again, it's Nightmare Morrow because somebody took the goddamn handle. <laughs> I'm still convinced it was somebody that one day was like, there's gonna be like there's going to be a haunt and somebody's going to have to pay me for this. Like the way that one dude here right. in the area, like by outside of DC was like, I'm going to take up every one of the names that the <laughs> Washington might use for a football <laughs> name. And now you have to pay me. And instead right. they were like, eh, we'll, we'll just call ourselves the Washington football team. Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, God. Goodness. So yeah. If you want to follow them on Twitter at nightmare Morrow, they're also on Facebook mm-hmm. nightmare Morrow, and, uh, or Morrow's nightmare on Facebook. I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're also debuting the, the, the announcement on haunt scene on their show on Thursday. So make sure you check that out. Give them some love. I mean, it's great times, great times. Like in a crap show called 2020, we are still getting inventive haunts and great ideas. And I'm excited because I think now if, you know, if Morrow works out, like I think it's going to, when they come back next year, bigger and better, I think I need to plan the trip to go during that time. Oh yeah. What is, well, Hey, you know what? Next year when we're allowed to go places, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've talked about how stuff we've saved, uh, money we saved wise mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. you know, makes, makes next year a little bit bigger. It kind of does. Kind of does. Kind of makes the biggest. It could possibly be our biggest year ever doing these things. I'm excited. <laughs> so, so yeah. No, but thank you, Josh, for coming yeah. on once again. Thank you to uh, uh, Freaks of Halloween Horror Nights uh, yes. for booking that. Make sure you follow them on Twitter. And uh, you know, Harry, what a wonderful guy. Yeah. Learned uh, learned yeah. what his favorite horror movie was as well after. How many attempts? <laughs> How many times did I have to ask it? And also, big, big shout out to Lady Misfit, yes. a.k.a. Peter Vakeman. Oh, goodness. For coming on with the Egon Spangler. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Ray of the Misfits, Jeremiah. You know what? Growing up, I was, um, yes, and thank you guys as well. But growing up, I was more of a Ray fan. Just going to say. Something about Man, it. Something. I, wonderful. I have never said you had good taste. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's not that I didn't like Bankman. I'm just saying. Like, Bankman was the bee's knees, okay? He Everybody was, but this. did he ever get, you know, something from a ghost while he was sleeping? No, but yeah. like, that's why, but you know what? Sp- Spangler was awesome. He was under that desk giving Janine the greatest true. time as that's a scientist. That's true. That's true. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Screw this. I'm so mad uh, okay. about this because okay. I had matched with uh, a young lady on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Her freaking profile in the way Bumble works. Cause you're not in the dating world, Zach. No. And so a lot of our listeners baby. aren't as well. Um, Bumble works the opposite of Tinder. 
So if I match with somebody, the female right. has to initiate first contact. They have 24 right. hours to message you. If they don't message you, match goes bye-bye. If they message you, I now have 24 hours to reply. If I don't reply, match goes bye-bye. But the lady yeah. has to initiate it first. I okay. swiped on a girl because I actually have been reading the bios because I want to make sure, one, there are so many polygamous fucking couples on this thing right. that I'm like, right. uh, yeah, not trying to be third boyfriend to married person. <laughs> like, no, um, that's that's wonderful. I can make love to myself if I want to make love. Like, I don't need a third boyfriend status every other Very weekend. True. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but her freaking profile was. The whole Janine freaking monologue there with, do you have any hobbies? And oh, I was really? waiting for her to fucking message me so I could be like, hey, to answer your question. Uh, I like molds <laughs> and fungus. Exactly. Oh, man. And then, oh, be like, man. And, then be, and then be like, you know, I'm just worried about an oversized Twinkie in the world, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> what about I, the Twinkies? I, exactly. I had all these fucking, I was like, this is the match. This is the match <laughs> I've been waiting for. Message me. And uh, nothing. It that's expired. A yeah, that's that's even worse than going out. And it's like, you're so good and so amazing. I can't date you. <laughs> oh yeah i've seen that happen i've seen yeah. that happen to the mighty yeah so um <laughs> i guess we're ending this week on another wonderful <laughs> story <laughs> poor bumble wonderful uh, yeah there's no uh there's no honey in my bees nest uh in my hive no no, no just a bunch of angry wasps oh boy uh, on that note Stay scary, my friends. I love you. I love you too. Let's make it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? You're great. You're great. You're just too good. Oh my God. It happened again. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend. And you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at HauntersPOD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. <laughs>